Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast is proudly part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. If you're looking for more fabulous podcasts on history, news, and pop culture, then check out evergreenpodcast.com. This A to Z of French herbs series has just been the gift that keeps on giving. When it comes to learning about new ingredients, that is, to add to my culinary repertoire, as well as to putting new plants in the garden. I mean, I'd never heard of hyssop before, have you? Well, if you have, or you haven't, today we're going to learn all about it. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more about fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I'm living my best life in the French countryside. Here, it's all about cooking, eating, and meeting wonderful food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over, would you believe, 1,500 French cheeses, and sharing these fabulous experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. I hope you're enjoying them. Today, we are continuing the A to Z of French herbs. Today's herb is hyssop, or as they say here in France, isop. Looks like lavender, but tastes like mint. It's like an optical illusion challenge on a reality TV cooking show when they say something needs to look like one thing and taste like another. This is nature's own equivalent. So, sit back, turn the volume up. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, add a bit of saucisson maybe, some delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs, hyssop. Hyssop in French is pronounced isop and spelt H-Y-S-O-P-E. Hyssop's botanical name is Hyssopus officinalis, and is part of the Lemiaceae family, which includes mint. Other names for the herb include Hyop, Isop, and Lysop. This evergreen herb is grown for its aromatic leaves and flowers. It has a light bitter taste and an aroma similar to mint, and is used in flavouring food and drinks, and also as a herbal remedy and even a medicinal plant. Found native in southern Europe, the Middle East, and the region surrounding the Capsian Sea. But it's also now found in North America. The herb is actually very resilient to drought and tolerates chalky, sandy soils. It loves to be in full sun and warm climates. So because of this, it's seeing a bit of a resurgence in planting and availability now. In a thriving environment, the herb can be harvested twice a year, once at the end of spring and then again in the beginning of autumn. Harvesting is done when the flowering occurs, in order to collect the flowers as well. Once the stalks are harvested, they are dried in a cool, dry and very well ventilated space, away from the sun to prevent discoloration and oxidisation. Once dried, the leaves are then removed, and then the leaves and flowers are finely chopped. These dried herbs can be stored for up to 18 months. Hyssop has been used since antiquity, and its name comes from ancient Greek language, 
the Hebrew word and Greek word for hyssop are thought to share a common origin. Many references to hyssop in such works as the Bible, etc., are actually not referring to the hyssop, the herb, but instead other herbs like Syrian oregano and also the caper plant. In ancient Egyptian times, hyssop was used for religious purification, where the priest used to eat it along with some bread to purify the bread for their strict diet. Hippocrates, Dioscorites and Galen all praised hyssop for its therapeutic properties and used it for treatments. The Romans would use hyssop in herbal wines and would hang the dried hyssop plant in their homes to ward off the evil eye and keep negativity out of the home and their lives. In the Middle Ages, the herb was used in fumigation to sanitise in times of epidemics like the plague, leprosy and cholera. Medieval monks would use hyssop in cooking of stews and they thought that eating the stew would ward off lice. Fabulously Delicious is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Check out other fabulous shows at evergreenpodcast.com. Hyssop grows rather small compared to other herbs. It doesn't get much bigger than half a metre or one and a half feet. It has long stems with leaves on them and little flowers that are usually violet blue, but they can also be pink, red or white depending on the variety of the hyssop. The flowers bloom in summer. In France, hyssop was considered a plant of joy and cheerfulness, and it was often used in celebrations and festivals. Hyssop flowers were also used to perfume baths and bedrooms. There's a long history in many cuisines, not just French, for the use of hyssop in cooking. In the Middle Ages, people would treat it as a herb that would be used in stews often, as I mentioned before. But one of the most well-known uses of hyssop is probably in the Middle Eastern herbal mixture zatar, which often includes dried hyssop leaves. Nowadays, you can find it being used to flavour many dishes, and here in France, it is used most notably as one of the herbs in the liqueur absence, as well as chartreuse. In fact, the use of hyssop in these drinks give them their green colour. It's also found in pastis, lemon balm water and beer. Much sought after by lovers of hyssop and also honey is the honey made from the hyssop pollen, which isn't cheap but has a wonderful unique taste. The leaves of the hyssop plant contain an oil that is often used as an essential oil, but also as an oil used by perfumers in France and around the world. They use it in many different fragrances. Farmers often use hyssop as a repellent, especially organic farmers who use it to ward off harmful insects that don't like the smell of the hyssop and will often avoid crops near where the herb is planted. Hyssop can also be used as a medicinal plant and is said to have antiseptic properties and is often found in cough relievers. But it shouldn't be used by pregnant women or if you're epileptic and high uses of hyssop can also be very dangerous. Another use of hyssop is in vegetable dyes, 
It has been used as a dyeing plant for centuries. The leaves and flowers are used to dye fabrics blue, green, and also pale yellow, depending on how they're prepared. Hyssop dyes are often used as they are very resilient and are resistant to fading. I always try and finish an episode off with a quote, or something funny about the subject here. There are many quotes about hyssop, and all seem to come from its use in religion and religious ceremonies. So, if you're interested, I will leave it up to you to look into this. That's it for another episode of Season 3 of Fabulously Delicious. Have you heard of the herb hyssop before? If so, when? Have you used it? Do you grow it? Let me know by contacting me via Instagram. Slide into my DMs at Andrew Pryor Fabulously, as I love to chat with you all. If you share your recipes for hyssop with me, then I'll give them a go and post on my socials, possibly even my blog, which you can find at andrewpryorfabulously.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, you know what my motto is? Whatever you do, do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup, and bon app. Oh, hold on. Before you go, I forgot to mention, next week's episode is my 100th episode. Would you believe? 100 episodes. Amazing. I can't wait to share it with you. It's going to be a celebration of all the foods from my local area, Montmorillon and the Vienne, the department that Montmorillon's located in. So check that out next week. Merci beaucoup and bon app. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.